Hello, hello. Hey, y'all. Hey. Episode of This is Sex. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all. Sometimes. Good, ladies. It, you know what? Sometimes I feel like the people should hear what we talk about before we start recording. <laughs> you know what? I don't think the people are ready for that. <laughs> no, maybe no, when no. we maybe when we like blow up and we do a live, a live oh, show, they will be yeah. like, "Wow, these women yeah. are nuts!" Like, how did they ever graduate from anybody's accreditation? Okay, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's my baby in the background. Hey, She's a pet. Oh, the husband's trying to control her. So, um, anyway, so how are y'all? I'm good. Yes. Hang in there, honey. Hang in there. We're still here. We're still here. Yes, we. Um, a lot going on in the world. Yes. There is, and actually, that's one. Of, that's that's something actually I want to talk about. So, I read this article just a couple days ago um, about something y'all are going to find very interesting. Oh, do tell, do tell. Have y'all heard of designer vaginas? What? Right. So like the little time. How are you going to design a vagina? Exactly. Well, the Jesus did that. But like. Well, I've seen, I've seen things and people, you know, like, um, they say, you know, like all the celebrities do that, you know, tighten it up, get a whole new woo, the woo, you know. Why you, first of all, why you want to do that? so that's what this article was about this article was about um designer vaginas like cosmetic surgery essentially for your genitals right and how it's becoming the newest trend like you remember not back in the day I feel like that ages us but you remember back in the day when breast augmentation was like the thing everybody wanted their boobs done shifting to now people want their vaginas to look a certain way but why though? But what? What? Wait. See, I thought they were getting the BBLs. Like you look at like love and hip hop, mm-hmm. and you know, like I mean, the BBLs are the way. Like you know, they people want the shape, the voluptuous, big booty, big juicy booty, Georgia peach booty. I thought people were getting a booty, but I didn't know they was getting the the thing thing done too. Well, now I I do get questions from patients a lot from women. You know, they've had four or five, six babies, and they're you know wanting their vagina to look like they were when they were. 20, and I do get questions about how do we do that? And I don't think that it started to become a thing until cosmetic surgeons and gynecologists started being like, you know what we can do? You know, and do some things. And so now it's, it's, it's like buying a designer handbag. <laughs> I mean, okay, but wait, okay. As a doctor, I have a question. Cause yeah. I can imagine like, okay, you old, maybe you're perimenopause or menopause, or maybe before that, I don't know, like maybe look, okay, this thing got a lot of mileage on it, okay, like I can reach out, touch 40, maybe I want to, you know, like see if it's a way I can take some mileage off, you know, like take <laughs> Ray Ray, but see, I have a rule anyway that they fall off after seven years or if it was bad or if it was one time. So I'm cool. But I'm just saying, you know, like for some people, if they're trying to roll it back, if they're trying to roll it back, like, okay, I can understand maybe that's more cosmetic. But like medically, is there ever a reason that someone would sort of get a makeover down there? Like for a medical reason, like maybe you don't call it that, but like, yeah. I mean, like you got a tear during labor, then they might yeah. like get you back up or yeah. 
for like prolapse too or something like that yeah so they're essentially so there are so a lot of what designer vagina and all you know these mommy makeovers and all this shit that people are marketing as making over your vagina down below really what they are are there and they are Put, doing them on people who don't have a medical reason. So the, the mm. prime example is something called a labiaplasty. So all of our labia are different, right? All of their different sizes, different shapes, different colors. There mm. are some women who have very, very large labia, like so it large is, that yes, they are like, they are, they are, they are, they are out, they walk. Flat, right? First of all, you need to be in timeout for that. I wish y'all could see this. <laughs> but they're born that way. They're born that way, right? There. Some people like it. Some people like it. Asked to be that way. They're born that way, and it's not a problem. But for some women, if they have difficulty with wearing swimsuits, if they cause lots of friction or rubbing, they can't or toe. It's too prominent. Yep. Then they may say, like for example, I had a patient a long time ago. She was. Uh, I want to say she was 16 or 17 years old and had larger labia. She was a very petite young girl, had larger labia, and she was a volleyball player. And she was like, I can't wear my uniform for volleyball because the shorts are really tight and it's really obvious. So they they actually were functional. They didn't cause any issues, but cosmetically, she was very, did a lot of, uh, (laughs) (laughs) she was very, So for someone like that, you could offer them surgery to try and quote unquote, I'm, I'm going to use quote unquote, normalize or wow. reduce the size of the labia to make it more functional or more comfortable for the person. Wow. But let's say you have normal looking labia and you're just like, uh, I think they're too big. And even though they're not causing any problems, I want them smaller because that will make me look younger. That's what a lot of these designer vagina vaginoplasties. So do they pull out fat from your, your coochie lips? Do they take and suck no, out the fat? There's not that much well, fat down there. Like, like you're like think about think about your labia. Your labia are are yay thick. No, nah, mine like booty. Yay thick. <laughs> well, look. So let me let me let me ask you this. So are you are these surgeries designed to like tighten them or shorten them? Um, it can be shorten them usually if they're really wide or they're really redundant so I mean there's just lots of extra tissue you can take some of that out and that can make them a little bit thinner but typically it's to shorten them because usually the issue is they're too long wow so okay wait <laughs> so, y'all, y'all this, know what? this is why this we need to do it live have no, y'all no. need to see this, this. Is, no we will be censored <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is my question do they ever do like for the rejuvenation and mommy makeover? Is it just the labia or do they actually do anything with the vagina itself? So, yeah. So for mommy makeovers for a lot of them, now, obviously you have to look at what each surgeon is, you know, mm-hmm. giving you in their package. But for a lot of them, what they're doing are labiaplasties. They're doing, um, they're doing vaginal reconstruction, AKA tightening up the vagina, which I have my whole, I have a whole Mm. feeling about, but you know, they're, they're, they're in there doing things, trying to take out some, you know, relaxed, you know, tissue or things that you think Mm. are sagging and lagging. Right. Um, so yes, they, they can offer a variety of different procedures, but the question I have is number one, why? Right. If your vagina is functional and does, I was about to say for me, 
So it's, after- the, it's the functionality. I cannot take a risk on that because I remember in college and we were getting piercings and tattoos, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the first round of things. And I remember like my girlfriend, you know, she got her nipples pierced and, you know, somebody, I, I chickened out the first time we all went. So everybody got something and I didn't get my tattoo because the, t- the tattoo artist was making fun of my idea. But so, <laughs> you know, but anyway, I remember my friend was like, girl, you should go ahead and get your clit pierced. And, you know, but I I was you know reading about it and it said that some people you know get more sensitivity but some people lose sensitivity. Ooh, exactly my thing thing already sensitive honey and i that's not something i want to play with like why would i want more if i already got good and i could risk it being bad well, and that's the you thing what i'm saying don't. like that's the people no. that's the thing that's a lot of uh cosmetic surgeons don't explain to people right so like anytime you do surgery cut something off move something around you are cutting through and you know messing with nerves and those mm-hmm. nerves can either become more sensitive or they can become Mm-hmm. Dumb, right they can well, die the risk of scar tissue being yes. developed to make it now it's painful for you to yep. have penetration. that's assuming you don't have any complications right like so mm-hmm. I, I can imagine and I used to tell people this all the time so you were talking you brought up having your nipples pierced which was a huge 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 trend back in the day right right what I imagine a lot of people don't talk about is what happens when your nipples get when that piercing gets infected and your yeah. nipples have permanent you know fissures and, and nipples right. take a year a full year to heal anyway yes. so the, just so, the whole risk to that yeah, the, hope, the hope is yeah. nothing happens but if it does and you're one of those people where you develop scar tissue where you get an infection where oh my god they made your vagina too tight so now yes. it's really painful um, yeah. or you develop scar tissue that you can't break down or whatever else when you had a perfectly healthy functional vagina that nobody was met right. on a measuring tape to measure right. and now here we are now you have a wonderfully beautiful small vagina that you cannot use which i'm sorry that just sounds sad yeah i mean when you just think about the the elective surgeries that we have. So, you know, talking about the BBL, how many people have had like really bad reactions? Mm -hmm. You know, you can't sleep on your back or your side. You got to sleep on your stomach. And then what artist was it? Was it like K. Michelle? K. Michelle had that song Lifetime. Was it Lifetime? Where, you know, she was, had people up there who had like botched surgeries. It was like the black ratchet botched it wasn't too ratchet but i mean people were just yeah, i mean so other countries and then you know the ass got infected and exactly because they are going to try to have a less expensive yeah. experience with the same outcome and but the, the question i have for you is so we often talk about the things that impact um women, vagina owners, female, however you identify. But we don't often talk about the fact that men are out here doing some stuff as well. Come on, I was just about to say. So listen. I have seen some Dr. Miami person. Yes, Dr. Curves, the black guy. Dr. Curves, yeah. Where he is doing fat injections to give men some girth. Yes, and he posts the before and after pictures. If y'all go and look him up on Instagram, it's at Dr. Curves. And it's because uh, I, I, I don't know if I sent them to y'all, but I sent them and to somebody because I was like, wow. Um, some sponsorship or something because we just should. Huh? But yeah, I'm just like, so. Second, honey. Lots where is society going if, if we are now 
so obsessed with Mm -hmm. our sexuality and genitalia that we see so we talked about boob jobs we got bbls we have vaginal rejuvenation labiaplasty and now so and then if you think about i don't know maybe 10 years ago another trend was anal bleaching because heaven forbid your butthole looked like a butthole you know what? I never, I didn't even know people did it until, um, you know, Kanye had that song. It's like, if I fuck her asshole, she just bleach her asshole. She bleach my t-shirt. Some, you know, it was like something that I didn't even know. I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Because that to make it look cleaner mm-hmm. or more pure or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. just like, at what point in society, in society did we get to like we are completely out of self-improvement to have a better personality, to have better interpersonal skills that we are to the point of injecting fat in our penis and bleaching our buttholes. Like what, where did we go wrong? It, what, or, what's funny? Am, are we in the age where that level of beauty matters so much? Well, I think it's interesting is that I feel like you know, five, 10 years ago, you couldn't even talk about having a vibrator without somebody being like, oh, girl, we don't, ooh, we don't, we, mm, you put that in the drawer and talk, right? To now, people are openly talking about all of the cosmetic surgery they get done, mm-hmm. all of the things that they do to improve their, their outward appearance or their, or their sexual experience. And you're like, when did we get to this point? When did it be, when did we need to be so extreme? When did we go from Kylie Jenner overlining her lips to people really embracing the fact that no, she had lip injections and now everybody has to go have lip injections looking like you got two hot dogs on your face. Yeah. Or hot dogs down there. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just can't be happy with the lips God gave you in both areas. But you know what? But talking about the lips down there i will say now this is one one thing that um like i'm gonna say the positive but you know I, one thing that we bonded over over the sexual health certificate program at michigan was just the underrepresentation that we had about like black experiences mm-hmm. black sexuality things mm-hmm. like that but one thing i remember i don't remember who guest lectured or lectured i don't even know if it was like a link that they just said check out but i remember somebody showing us like a plethora of vulvas like brown dark skin long and saggy short and thin (laughs) you know and I was just like yeah because like I remember like even kind of like going through puberty like I I remember being the oldest talking to my oldest younger brother about sex and it was like raw like I can't even say what I said because it wasn't right. <laughs> it wasn't it was our conversation and right, 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 right. But and my thing is like I just remember being overwhelmed. And of course it was like, you know, a heteronormative conversation. So let me just go ahead and preface that. But yeah. you know, I'm just trying to explain to him, like, you know, I, conversations I've even had as an adult, like about like what normal looks like, what normal smells like. Cause like I remember having a conversation with a guy friend and he was like, Well, 
he was, you know, about to have sex with a girl and she had an odor. And so he encouraged her to like take a shower first. And I'm like, I just wouldn't have fucked it. Like if I were you, like we might have had a conversation, but yeah. if, it, if it's stank, I'm probably not going to do it. Like maybe he didn't want to hurt her feelings, but then I'm like, then your mind is just like, how the fuck do you know what normal smells like if it's not what you have or not what you used to or what normal looks like? And it's like porn, you know, like I all I never saw stuff that looked like me because I was out, I was, I was like all natural for a long time. My friend, she used to go to uh European wax, and mm-hmm. I never went because I told her this shit is from the motherland. Ain't shit about me European. Right. So why the, why am I gonna and go you know I will get on my soapbox that it serves a purpose. And, right, I mean, right, right, right. But and I'm saying, I didn't, I didn't trim the head. I mean, it was down to my knees. Okay, I was braided. <laughs> I was on knotless braids before knotless braids. <laughs> you got some box braids going on. You still stupid. I'm just saying, it's like, I mean, only because of porn, I'm like, wow, like, how did they get it there like that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. do you know? But you know, even with that conversation, it's why is it that the way we are created just isn't enough? Yeah. Like yeah. where did we, where in society did we get to, if you think about all the things that we do to make ourselves feel better, look better to ourselves, look better to a potential partner, but then we, the things that we can take off and take away. So, you know, you can have your enhancements in your hair or makeup, or all these things. But when did we get to the point of doing such drastic, so drastic and almost irreversible in mm-hmm. most cases that, I mean, we got women walking around looking like ants with these big asses. And it's just like, ma'am, it, it, I don't know when you, we could spend a whole nother hour talking about beauty standards and where they came from um, and how they've morphed over the years. But that I think that's where it comes from. For whatever reason in society, the beauty standards are small waist, big ass. And you can hear that in, in rap songs and music, mm-hmm. right? Small waist, big ass, right? Mm-hmm. Big tits. Mm-hmm. And if you are not born that way, if you're born petite mm-hmm. or just small framed or if you're born larger framed you don't fit that ideal right. and if you are not confident enough in yourself or you're not you know if you don't feel good enough in yourself you start looking for ways to make that stuff happen yeah. you know and people are turning more towards surgery because it is an easier fix and you have people well, easier, in there, right? easier on your budget? No. Easier on recovery? No. Easier, well, like, how is it? Easier in that you can, you know, go to sleep today and wake up with a big ass tomorrow. Now, that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt or you're not going to recover, but you can wake up potentially with this hourglass figure that you feel like you can't get any other way. And, and then we can have a conversation about body dysmorphia because what- right we are seeing right and right. what they are seeing i have to believe they're two different things right. because there's no way in the world that you could go to the extremes that little kim has gone to mm-hmm. who was a beautiful chocolate woman yep. mm-hmm. who now okay, will- michael don't forget about michael yep i mean he died no, looking like he- somebody else 
He is the only person who was born one race and died another one. Girl, you know what? And that is why we. This is why we do this together because the you, that you know what? You know what? Aside from the wretchedness, now on the other side, because I got to get in my bag. This shit is all about the dollar at the end of the day. The mm-hmm. commodification and the capitalism, because like we take her all the way back to Sarah Bartman, okay? Big ass yeah. one cool back then when she was on the exhibit and they was, you know, sending her around in these other yeah. conferences because she was this big, voluptuous, big ass yeah. black woman they had on the exhibit. Then yeah. you had us over here, you know, it's black breastfeeding we. So then you had us wet nursing, okay? Ask the man. They feed our own babies because we feed your white okay these big ass titties and so they was four okay and then now the you know these blackish figures figurines that people are getting these surgeries to be more like you know it wasn't popular until it was like un-black women with these body types and then it's like oh the shit is in boom we want it oh you can okay like we were walking around with big four in a time. But. I was gonna say you could you could you could just start off. We don't even have, before, even before then take it back to the skin color. As many uh, non-black people who who tan who self. But you know what? It's so you talk yeah. about that. So it used to be that skin of alabaster was you know the supreme. Come on, skin of alabaster. Uh, skin okay, of alabaster. Wow. You know, the fairer the better. Yep. But then. When they realized that the world isn't flat and the people mm. of means could travel to these warmer climates. And then everybody was like, oh, she went to over here to Belize. She went over here. She comes back all golden and everything, looking like what we've been looking like since the beginning of time. And so then, so then, it, you you know, you, you, you end up having these conversations and you start kind of looking at the demographic of people that are having these types of surgeries, right? Like, and I'm not, and I'm not out here saying that it's only white people or only not, you know, people, non-people of color that are doing this, but you look at there, there is a skew mm-hmm. of those who are non-people of color who are looking for these specific figures. Um, when a lot of us are born that way, we don't need it, to. That's what it is today though. Yeah. So if you think about it, it used to be, this is the way we are. And then yeah. the non-people of color started emulating us through spanks with butt pads in them, mm-hmm. and, you know, chicken cutlets in your bra to make your boobs bigger and all these things. But then we even started buying into the, the same rhetoric of, well, now mine isn't good enough because theirs is just like mine, so I have to go even beyond. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you think about going back to the designer of vaginas, we are going to, because and this always happens, we're going to see it up as a status symbol that, oh, she could afford to do it, but it must girl, be good. Girl. And now I have to come up to be able to afford it as well because I need to be on the same level as them, as opposed to us looking at these just idiocracy of leave your parts. When I, the, the question I, I, I get asked, because in a lot of times in my sex, in my sex classes, people ask me about cosmetic surgery for your genitals and like the pros and cons mm-hmm. of doing that. And the question I always ask is the, what is the reason why you're doing it? Right. Because most of the time, right. People have functional parts. 
Their mm-hmm. parts function, their parts do exactly what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Outside of the example I gave before, where maybe you're labor you're too long, like getting in the way, yeah. whatever. Most people have functional parts. So if if you're doing this because you're trying to get to some ideal, mm-hmm. why? Because because I always because the only people who really are down there studying mm-hmm. what your parts look like are typically your doctor. <laughs> so most people, if they are going to have sex with you, they are not down there inspecting every little bit of it, pulling out your labia, measuring how long it is and comparing that to the last chick. Like people aren't doing that. So they- you know, to be honest, we don't, we, the majority of women don't even look at their own labia. Exactly. I was just about to say, you know what? Somebody should be telling us that your pussy is beautiful. You know, yeah. like you are, you is smart, you is kind, you is important. It's like, we need to have some pussy affirmations yeah. because I think if we just had more, and we need to see different types of coaches, yeah. you know, and, and <laughs> it's, I, you know, my mind, sometimes I, my brain, but I'm like, this is an aside, but like, how much faster do you think than you speak? Because like, my mind just went to like 12 things when I was getting ready to talk, because I was going to say, we should show different types of like vulvas. And then I was like, even maybe one with like a razor bump. <laughs> but that's a, you know what though? I'm just saying, because this shit is so uh, common. And you think that, you know, for I I just remember, you know, one time like, oh shit, am I about to get taken out of here? And it's like, you know, hey, no, this is an ingrown hair. <laughs> but it's like, well, you don't know. And that's not the kind of thing you go you say, hey, ma, look at this. Like, I was say, you no. know what's weird though, right? Is you think like you, well, and I don't know how true this is now, but like back in the day when I was in high school, you know, all the dudes, they, like they, they compared, you know, they compared data. They out there in the locker room being like, let me look at yours. Let me look at yours. And we, well, we, we call owners, all sorts of names and stuff now. Right. We, as we, as vulva owners, we don't do that. We don't slap our vulvas on the table and say, let me see yours. Right. Mm-hmm. So the only part people who typically see it are your mama, if you feel comfortable showing her if something's wrong or your gynecologist. And so because we never have something and you feel silly like i'm not going to be like is this you know it's like i probably got maybe maybe i got herpes i don't know so i'm googling herpes pictures and i'm like i don't think no no look like that and but it's like fuck i somebody just need to tell me boo like don't use the dollar razors like somebody just needed to free me from that yeah yeah think about again being a woman of a particular age next thing you want to hear people trying to dye their pubic hair because they got gray hairs down there wow. i mean like, like when will they, it they, people wow. already do that wow. people already do i have women who come in and they're like i don't want to look old down there so i dye it so it doesn't look old and wow. again the question is who is down there being like, boo, you, you got some grades. You might want to cover that up because I would imagine if you're down there, it's to get put in some work. So why are you inspecting? Either you probably have gray or you good with the gray. You signed up for that cougar. Right. So like, why are we, but I have a challenge for you to like, we get so much you know, your, your coochie doesn't smell right. Your coochie don't look right. It needs to look this way. It needs to smell like Clementine. It needs to, you know, we get, we, yeah. we get inundated with so much. God gave me an assignment for you sex educators. Y'all, we, y'all, y'all, y'all need to make a workshop for the, not a workshop, not a workshop, worksheet for the people, just in free to pussy, you know, accept your, <laughs> accept your, I don't know, because I, you know, Vagistine, um, what's her name? Uh, 
Vanessa is it Vanessa she's a sexuality educator I don't know her personally but I follow her and this whole conversation I'm like maybe this is where she came up with the name like this shit is brilliant like we not buying you know but like we definitely just need to like you know speak joy to your coochie accept your coochie look at the labia look at the left side prop your leg up what do you like about your coochie today I think we need to get you I took women's health back in ooh, long. We're going to say it was I like, was like, this is a long time ago. It was, early, it was early 90s. And our, and first, yeah, our very first assignment was to go look at your vulva. Get comfortable with it. Get familiar with it. And it was some older ladies. Now, mind you, this is early 90s. So, you know, I'm early 20s at that point. And, you know, they're in their couple in their 40s and they had never looked at it like they didn't know what it looked like they didn't know what the parts were I can't see mine no more. but you know what I'm <laughs> but I'm just saying like it doesn't no in my so part of my part of my part of one of my sex classes I put up a picture of a vulva and I go over the anatomic terms and names this is what the hair bearing part of your vulva is called this is what the vulva is this is where the labia are because the number of women who come in my office and say there's something wrong down there and I'm like okay where and they're like well I don't know because I've never looked there there. right you know somebody told me something looked wrong or I felt but I don't know what I'm feeling and it's it's amazing because you're like well but you look at your arm like you would know if your bow popped your elbow but people were shamed from the very like think think about it think about it I don't know I mean I don't know about y'all we aunties right but think about it when you were young right when when your mom was telling was to show when you had a shower or showing you had to bathe what did she tell you don't let nobody touch your lady parts don't don't let nobody touch your thing thing or whatever word never name she gave it right yeah and from the from very very early on you're taught no one should your pocketbook no one should look at it see it touch it and you, you that's ingrained so yeah. i should look at it, know, see it's funny. it touch it like I've been with my um, OBGYN for 22 years and he and I, our oldest children are two days apart. So I was coming in when his wife was going out. So we went through the whole, we experienced pregnancy together. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I go in there now and have for, for years and years, but he was like, so how are we doing today? I'm like, I don't know. You about to tell me because you about to be down there so let's talk about it and he had a uh, a resident in his office probably after my second daughter was born and he was like do you mind if he comes in shadows and I'm like I don't care you know we I'm spread eagle we laying up there talking about the kids and all sorts of stuff and I was like oh by the way I have hemorrhoids and he was just like oh okay so let's look at that and the uh the resident was I mean visibly like beat red because he's all up in all of my areas and we still talking like mm-hmm. you and I are talking today and he was just like uh I'm gonna go ahead on and step out because this is he was like uncomfortable with how comfortable we were mm-hmm. um but I don't understand like you're with your body all day every day you should notice right. everything about you if you notice hmm my underarms aren't smelling as fresh as they normally are. And I showered a couple hours ago. 
how is that any different than my lady parts aren't smelling like they normally, and I probably should go see somebody about that as opposed to let me go put a whole bar of soap up my coochie. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't understand why. Shame, shame, shame. Shame. Maybe. But we're not shame. We're not too shame to go say our lips are too long or too fat or too. But you know what? How about everybody take you a meal? If you can see it for yourself, then look. But if you <laughs> if you physically challenge due to life circumstances, we'll say it like that. Get you a little mirror. <laughs> yes, ladies. Prop your leg up. You can go to your OBGYN and ask your OBGYN to hold up a mirror and show you what they're looking at. What? Show you what they're doing. Yeah. You, you don't have to. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable. Oh, I love that. that up on your tub, mm-hmm. You can just go and say, okay, can you show me, you know, what this is, what this is, especially if you're having a concern and you don't know where the pain is coming from. Mm-hmm. If you go and the doctor says here and you're like, yes, but you don't know what that is. Say, can you show me what that is? Mm. There's no reason why you should feel uncomfortable. It's yours. It's right. yours. Yeah. Your, your partner, your spouse, your, your, your sexual partner should not feel more comfortable with your body than you do. Well, see, I think you made make two, two, three, 10 points. One, even just talking to your doctor and, and asking for that, that interaction and education. And then also the fact that it's yours, because, you know, our bodies, is, it's not ours. Like it's for your partner. It's for, for childbirth. Yeah. It's for everything, but your own self. Like, mm-hmm. yes, honey, that's mm-hmm. it. It's, that's it, girl. I put two dollars in the collection plate for you. There you go. <laughs> I think we can end on that note. It's yours. That's what you that, that hashtag yours. Yes, exactly. I'm just gonna put a big ass vulva up for this one, honey. Like we putting a vulva up, and um, yeah. So hashtag about- it's your vulva. That's gonna be yes. the name. It's your vulva. <laughs> Get it. Know it. See it. Love it. Please. Please and leave it. Be good to it. What did you? What did you say? You you said pussy affirmation. That's what we. (laughs) You know what? So look, okay. Hashtag is yours. And why don't when you hear this to show us that you? Because I know a lot of y'all hit us up text like, oh, y'all have me cracking up. Go ahead and put your pussy affirmation in the comments. Yes. 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 Because who knows? We might we we need to share that with the world. Share it with the other brother. There Mm. you go. And and don't go get surgery. Don't go get surgery. Okay. Unless they no pills, no potions. Even if they are like that, if they work, unless they and causing you problems. If they work and they ain't causing you no problems, leaving dress right, just just the way God made you. Okay. Okay. Roll them up in there and tuck them. That's right. <laughs> well, this has been a phenomenal episode, ladies. I think we got the people. They have homework to do. We have some homework, and we'll have to catch them on the flip side. All right. It's been a great episode. And what have they been listening to? This, this is it. Peace out, y'all.